You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, it's Johnny here from Spirits People. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. A podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. In each episode, I will be tasting two different spirits. And these can be any spirits. They can be whiskey, rum, mezcal, tequila. And if you read the title of this episode, you will already know what it is I have in front of me here today. However, at this point in time, I don't actually know what they are. My wife so kindly poured a couple of samples for me last night into some sample bottles that I had, and I've just poured them into my tasting glasses, and they're sitting right here in front of me waiting for me to get started. So I'll be following the same format as last week, so I'll be kicking off with the appearance and the nose, and then take a short break, jump into the palate, and then conclusion... I'll give it my best guess, and then obviously at the very end, I'll open up the little note that my wife has written for me, and I'll reveal to myself what I have been drinking. So uh, yeah, with no further ado, let's jump into the tasting. So I have the two spirits here in front of me, and I'm going to be starting with the first one here on the left, which I will be calling Spirit A throughout this episode, which means that the other one will be called, you guessed it, Spirit B. So I'll do a little bit of an assessment here on the appearance and then the nose, and then I'll jump over to Spirit B afterwards. So on Spirit A is a clear spirit, and it is actually also a neutral, colorless spirit in the glass. So it's completely water white. And if I give it a little swirl here, I will I'll see how fast the legs starts to pull down. All right, so this is actually... Oh, it's taking a minute. So it is a medium oily spirit. So... As I was talking about in the first episode, the way you can kind of look at the suggested texture of a spirit by just giving it a simple swirl in the glass. You'll see how long it takes for the oil to pull down alongside the glass. And it took a few seconds here. So if it pulls down immediately, it's going to suggest that the spirit is quite thin. Um, it didn't pull down immediately, but it didn't sit for too long. So I'm going to give it a suggested texture of medium oily. And we'll we'll find out more when we when we hit the tasting of this. But for now, this is kind of a suggestion that this is actually going to be reasonably viscous in the mouth when we get to the tasting. All right, so going into the nose, this is a clean nose, as we've talked about before. This is not a faulty nose, which is going to be highly unlikely to to ever happen on this podcast, but I'll take a note of it anyway. And the intensity of this is 
a medium. It's close to being a pronounce, so I can kind of get a few hints from a chin's distance, but it does take until the bottom of the nose to kind of get get like a decent amount of aromas out of the glass. So I'll label this a medium medium intensity. So what do we have here? So <laughs> this is interesting. So a fun thing to do when you do blind tasting is that the first thing that you start looking for is the raw materials. So what is this thing made of? And from there, you can kind of start to narrow things down pretty quickly. And the first thing I get out of this glass is agave. So already now we've eliminated a lot of different categories of spirits and, and narrowed it down to, let's say, tequila and mezcal for now. There are other agave spirits but none in this house and no samples that I know of are other categories of agave spirits than tequilas and mezcal. So I'm going to say that we're looking at either a tequila or mezcal. And this would be a joven or blanco because there is no color in this glass. It's completely clear. <sighs> so there's... So there's some cilantro in there and some fresh, fresh lemon peel. It's quite citrusy, but there's also a lot of what an agave spirit really brings is that kind of idea of a savory spirit. Now, it's quite a different category of spirits than many other categories. A lot of other spirits would have more like sweet or more spicy but the agave plant and with all that comes with it the terroir and everything that comes in because it takes so long for an agave plant to become mature enough to use actually a lot of these earthy flavors will be absorbed into the piña that you use for the agave or the heart uh, the heart of the agave plant that you actually use to create these spirits. So you get these kind of very savory and vegetable-like notes. So I'm getting like green olives. I'm getting charred green bell peppers. I also get a bit of a... <laughs> I'm getting a bit of a smoked fish kind of kind of thing going on, which, which actually suggests that this is a mezcal, because mezcals... Um, there's a different production methodology for mezcals and for tequila, and also there's differences in, in the agave species that you can use. So tequila, you can only use the blue agave, but mezcal is a little bit more of a free, free spirit, pun intended. So, um, so yeah, it's it's a little bit more likely that this is a mezcal, because you do... Originally, you would actually put these into kind of a, a pit in the ground um, where you would have this this kind of earthy, like you would pile a bunch of dirt on top of these agave piñas, and then they would just kind of sit there and roast in this fire, which would give them this kind of charred and, and, and barbecue-like 
uh, aromas which you don't really get in tequila so i'm almost 100 percent sure that this is a mezcal which is interesting <sighs> so i'm not getting any any other kinds of sugary flavors out of this so we'll see we'll see on the palette so there are different categories of, of mezcal but i think it's a little bit too soon to to give that away so i'm gonna put this down uh, i guess my final note on this would be that this is likely a below 50 percent abv so typically mezcals would or tequilas and mezcals wouldn't necessarily be above 50 percent obviously there's always it's always something that would go against that, but you, most, I'd say most of them would be um, below the 50% ABV mark. All right, cool. Interesting. Looking forward to tasting that. I'll see if I can actually guess which one it is. I'm, I'm quite interested in mezcal lately, so it'll be interesting to see if I can actually pick it apart a little bit more when we do the palette. All right, Spirit B, jumping in. So this is quite different. Uh, so we are looking at a clear spirit again. However, the, let's see, the intensity and the color. So this is a pale amber. And also, I should clarify, when I say the clarity of a spirit, I'm not talking about the color. Um, I'm talking about the, the visibility of or transparency of of the the spirits so when i say clear it's it's opposed to kind of hazy or cloudy so just wanted to make that make that side note there so the intensity in the color is a pale amber and give the glass a little bit of a swirl here and uh, all right this is actually oh this is very thick Oh, there's just a ring, just one ring of the oil kind of sitting there, starting to pull down really slowly. This is a very, very thick spirit. So there are different things that you could potentially conclude from, from this, but you wouldn't do it necessarily on its own. You would do it as a complete assessment. So once you do the nose and the palate, you could use that information to see whether or not the the oiliness is because of a potential could be a, a pot still spirit that's pulled out at a very low percentage so a lot of those kind of flavors and stuff sit in there or it could be because there's been added sugar uh, so yeah many things could could be the reason for this but as of right now I think I would just make the comment that this is actually extremely thick. And I think actually this looks like there's been some sugar added to it because it just kind of sits there. But let's actually give the nose a go and, and see what happens, see if we can we can uncover this. So the condition of the nose is clean. Again, unlikely it's gonna be faulty, but just making a note of that. The intensity of this is also a medium. 
getting at the bottom of the nose and most of those kind of flavors are starting to starting to come out. So this is interesting. So I'm getting a lot of very sweetened aroma notes here. There's a lot of there's some overripe red apples, some grated almonds, there's some grated orange zest. Like there's a bit of a sing to it actually. It's quite a sweet nose. It's also a little bit floral, which is interesting. And actually, so here's here's the key. Similar to to Spirit A, which was a little bit of a giveaway on the nose, um, the raw materials here, I'm getting a lot of grapes and a lot of raisin. So this would suggest that this could potentially be either an Armagnac or a Cognac. Gonna have to have to look into that. It is very, very sweet. It's almost overpowering the sweetness here. And I think it's quite pleasant actually. It's not it's not overwhelmingly sweet. It's just it's overpowering, which means that it's it's quite it's quite a one-dimensional nose, if you will. Like all of the all of the aromas from before, like the the, the apples, the almonds, and the orange zest, almost kind of they almost blend together a little bit. Um, so if this was a cognac, there's a term called rancio, which is kind of the the mellowing of of many different aromas and and flavors into one, almost like it it becomes one. And there's a little bit of that. Um, you normally would see it on on XOs and and stuff that's a little bit older in cognacs. And um, this is something that I've I've only learned quite recently because I'm not. I haven't been that much into cognac, but uh, yeah, quite recently just been been quite taken with um, the process and, and learning a lot more about it. So I'm not sure if I would say that this is actually an aged cognac. I want to say aged as in like several years aged, like 10 plus and stuff like that. But there is a little bit of that kind of all the all the aromas kind of mellow together a little bit. However, it is a little bit is a little bit sweet, and there's not really any oak and stuff on the nose here, so I'm not sure if if any of this is going to make sense uh, when we hit hit the palate. But I think for now, it's kind of there's a lot of hints in there. Um, so I would say, yeah, likely, likely we're looking at a mezcal and a cognac. Cool. All right. So I think those are all of my notes and my comments from the appearance and the nose and as per this format i'm gonna take a quick break and i'll be back in a few seconds and i'll give you my take through of the palette
All right, all right. We're back with the second segment of the assessment. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm. I'm on track here. Um, there's a. There's a lot. There's a lot of the things from the nose that I think kind of just like follow through here on the palette. So I'll, I'll jump into Spirit A and um, just to kind of line out the different things that I'll be talking about. So I'll talk about the sweetness in terms of the potential added, any sweetness, any sugars to it. Um, I'll talk about the texture. We'll talk about the intensity and then go into the flavor characteristics wrap it up with the finish and then um, yeah I'll give my conclusion quality level which is the objective assessment if you will and then I'll give you my my thoughts as well on on what I think it could be and I'll do the same for spirit B so spirit A is a dry spirit so I don't think there's any any kind of added sugar to this spirit in the post-production. The texture, as the suggestion from the initial kind of swirl of the glass in the very beginning of this this uh, recording, it would suggest that it was a thicker spirit, like medium oily, I believe, was the, was the placement of this. And I think it sticks. Um, this is a very smooth and very mouth-filling, very silky kind of mouthfeel, um, this very spirit altogether. The intensity of, of the palette is actually, it's, it's quite pronounced. There's a lot of things happening here. A lot of the, a lot of the aromas are really just carrying through onto the palette. That's a bit more on the, on the char side coming out. So I think a lot of these kind of the charred bell peppers that we talked about on the aromas and also the smoked fish, um, type aromas that I was I was picking out there really just come through on the palette. So there's a lot more on that. There's some added kind of peppercorns and, and some more bitter notes, but not without those kind of fresh lemon peel notes that I also picked out. So there's a really nice balance between those quite dark and quite barbecue-y if that's even a word, uh, <laughs> barbecue type flavors um, on there. So it's nicely balanced out with that fresh citrus sensation. So it really is a very complex spirit altogether. The finish is very long and, and, and as I just said, like very complex. A lot of those flavors are really drawn out through the finish. You get both some of these bitter notes, but also some of that freshness is really just carrying through. So it's a really, really nice and, and very complex spirit all together. And in terms of in terms of my my assessment or the objective assessment in terms of like the quality level, um, I think this is definitely in the outstanding category. So like the very top the top end of, of all of the spirits that I've tried, this definitely sits up there. And then in terms of my personal thoughts on this is that I absolutely, absolutely love this. And and yes, I'm definitely biased because I'm, I'm quite interested in mezcals at the moment. And um, 
there are mezcals out there that are that are less interesting than this that's for sure but this one here is definitely one of the the really good ones in in my opinion as well and to put a a guess on top of my my thoughts here i think this is definitely a 100% agave mezcal i don't really get any hints of any other types of sugar so if it's not a 100% agave for either tequila or mezcal um, the producers are actually allowed to add other kinds of sugars um, into the into the distillate or into the distillation not into the distillate into the distillation so i don't think there's there's any other types of sugars in here uh, but yeah I, I could obviously be wrong but i i do think that this is a 100% agave uh, mezcal and to actually put a bottle name on it i think this is probably the verde mezcal because i i tend i tend to get a lot of these flavor from that so actually i'm going to put that as as my my complete guess onto spirit a the mezcal verde 100% agave so we'll see in a minute whether or not I'm completely off or if I'm a fucking legend. So <laughs> jumping over to Spirit B. So the believed to be cognac. I'm still pretty sure this is a cognac. Um, in terms of the sweetness on this spirit, I'm not 100% sure whether or not I think there is any sugar added to this. I do think there is potentially a little bit. So I'm going to put it in the off-dry category. So the categories go between dry, off-dry, medium, and sweet. So a sweet spirit would be almost like a liqueur where there's like a lot of, a lot of sugar added to the final product. A dry would be no added sugar. So I think this here is probably in the off-dry category. The texture is very smooth, um, but it's not as mouth-filling as I thought it would be, um, which is also kind of why I'm leaning towards the added uh, the added sugar, because the sugar, sugar doesn't necessarily add a mouth, mouth-filling uh, texture. Um, it just adds more, more, more sweetness. So, so yeah, there was a little bit of a disappointment in terms of the texture because like in the glass, it's just really, really oily. So which is again, why I think there's there's some sugar in here. So the intensity on the palate is medium. It's not too crazy on, on the palate. Some of those, some of those flavors came through and we talked about the ranchio as, as we talked about the nose, but I think on the palate is it became a little bit more simple like some of those uh, flavors didn't really carry through you can still get some of the grapes and the ripe apples the almonds kind of disappeared a little bit there's some hints of char which which suggests some some aging on it and i'll talk about that as we talk about my my guess in terms of how old i think this is um but yeah, there's a little bit of that uh, char and there's maybe also a little bit of leather on the end. It became a little bit more bitter. So the quality assessment of this is is less than outstanding. It's still a very good spirit. It wouldn't fall below the very good category. And I think 
for it to go down even further, it would have to have quite a simple finish. The The thing that really kept it up was the complexity that carried on through the finish. It was a medium finish. It wasn't too long, but it wasn't as short as I, as I actually thought it would be. So yeah, I was I was uh, pleasantly surprised towards the end there. But yeah, in terms of the, the quality or the objective quality level, I think it still would fall into the very good category. Now, in terms of my thoughts, I would probably put it personally a little bit below that. It wasn't really my cup of tea. I think it was just a little bit too simple, a little bit too sweet. But again, that's also just my opinion. And uh, I'm sure there'll be plenty of, of opinions on this this very spirit. So in terms of my guess, well, the whole assessment altogether, I think this is definitely a cognac. I would say it's probably in the VSOP slash Napoleon level, so potentially potentially above the six-year mark. I wasn't too sure in terms of how far it would push it. I think it's probably below the XO, so below 10 years. But but yeah, I obviously I could be wrong, so I think I think that's it. I think I'll I'll close it out there and uh, I'll take a quick break, go find the note from my wife and uh, see how I did. We're back with the final closing statement here. So I have the note here from my wife. And uh, yeah, I I didn't do too bad, actually. So the first, first spirit, we call it Spirit A, is in fact a mezcal. It is 100% agave. However, it is not the verde that I thought it was. This is the Alipus Santa Ana del Rio which is another artisanal mezcal that I absolutely love. So I'm actually not too surprised that it is this one. However, I don't remember some of that kind of smoked fish coming through on this. So now I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued. I might have to do a little side-by-side -side of the Verde and the Alipus here. So, uh, so yeah, not too bad. The ABV is 47.6%, so below the 50% as well. So, yeah, not too bad on that. The other one, so Spirit B, was the Raymond Ragnar. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. I have no idea how to speak French, but it is, in fact, a cognac. So, um, so yeah, not too bad. I'm not sure um, that particular bottle, I'm actually not sure in terms of the age. Um, I do know that they have an XO in that same range and it is more expensive than this bottle. So I'm just assuming that it's, it's not as old as the XO, which would be 10 plus years. So I think I'm actually, I'm actually decently enough close to what I thought it was. But yeah, I'm not entirely sure whether or not this is a, a VSOP or Napoleon Cognac. It doesn't actually say. I, I had to go and grab the bottle here. It doesn't say on this label. But yeah, I think I think that's pretty decent. I'll, I'll pat myself on the shoulder there. So um, I think I did okay. 
So I guess I've been pretty lucky so far. I'm 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 definitely getting a little bit nervous about when the episode is going to come, where I'm going to be completely off. Uh, I'm sure it will hit the ether at some point. But I think for now, I think we'll close out this episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. And uh, yeah, if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, if you are on Instagram and you want to give me some feedback, you have any comments, you want to reach out and connect, please do so at Spirits People. And I think with that said, we'll close out this week's episode and I hope to see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.